Thank you for listening to our latest episode of Woman Podcast. I can't believe it's 2020. Yajun, can you believe it? I know. <laughs> We're in a new decade. I know. How time flies. <laughs> Do you remember what were you doing 10 years ago in 2010 or 2009? Actually, I was still a journalist back in the day in 2009 and 2010. Um, yeah, it was right after the Olympic,、um, Beijing Olympic Games, and I was a reporter and doing a lot of reportings. Can't believe that over the last decade, I, you know, totally has a new life, new career. Still old husband though. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What, what what were you doing in 2009? I remember 2009 was a particular difficult year. I. Lost. I lost my grandpa, who I was very, very close with, and that was the first time I ex- experienced the the life and death kind of in the process of discovering n- new perspective in life and discovering new perspective about myself. In the past ten years, I've also changed careers for a couple of times. Well, actually, three times got married, and many many things happened in life in the last ten years. Yeah, talking about decades. So right now we're in a new decade.、Um, both Jingjing and I have this habit. Each year, at the end of a year, well, well, at at the beginning of a new year, that we have a habit of looking back at what happened the last year and thinking about our new year resolution. And apparently, Jingjing. Has a new theory of、uh, planning her resolution. Jingjing, can you could you please share with us? Sure, sure. So actually, I can't <laughs> I can't take credit for this. My husband got this idea, and he apparently he read an article and discovered a new way, a new approach of putting down a New Year resolution. As Yajun said, that we had this habit, probably like many of you. Um, oftentimes, it starts with many resolutions and ended up, you know, with forgetting、uh, about them. Maybe,、uh, you know, two months into the new year. <laughs> yeah, I plan to lose weight every year. <laughs> oftentimes, you set really aggressive targets、uh, at the beginning of the year because you are like, oh, this is the new year. This is the Time for change. This is the time to, you know, get rid of the bad habit or learning new things. And then two months in, you're like, well, you know, you kind of fall back to the same routine. But still, every year,、uh, the beginning of the year, that we still aspire to set up new resolutions. So this year, so the new approach is instead of just thinking about resolution, he read in this article and discovered a new approach. Which called Wheel of Life. How does it work? Is imagine your life is a pie, and then you divide your life aspirations into different pillars or different categories. The things that are really important to you, such as you know your family and friends, romance, personal growth, health, or career. So, and for each of the category. You look back to your year and give yourself a score. So the ten has been the highest and zero been the lowest. 
And after you, you give yourself the score for each of the categories, you look at why you give yourself that score, for what reasons. For the categories that was the lowest points or lowest score, that you will look at whether you want to improve the score for that particular categories or not, then the areas for improvement becomes your resolution. So we decided to do this this year, and I will pick a few categories and then to share with you the score for each of the categories and then the area for improvement. Shall we do this? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. Okay, great. So I'll pick uh, the first category, which is also one of the most important categories for me in my life is family and friends. I give myself five out of 10 points. The area for improvement for this category would be friends for me, which I have not made enough of an effort to keep in touch with my friends. For the similar reason where a lot of my close friends, including, you know, Yajun yourself, are we're not in the same city anymore. So it's we have to make extra effort in keeping in touch with each other. Sometimes, for example, when we do podcasts together, I felt that we were chatting, but actually we weren't chatting because we're talking about specific topics, but we're actually not catching up each other's lives, which I feel like I am missing out on your life and a lot of my close friends' life. So I'm thinking of, you know, making more of an effort to keep in touch with friends and then to, to play an active part in their lives. Now the technology make a lot of things so easy. You know, we can call and chat, we can face chat. So this is something that I want to improve on. Yeah, I think, yeah, family and the friends is definitely important. But yeah, luckily I have a friend like you and a bunch of other girlfriends that, you know, even though we don't have, I'll often have time to chat, but I feel like we're always there, you know, to support each other, especially when something happens in our life and we can just chat and meet, um, grab a drink together. So, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with that part. Um, for me, um, I think my New Year's will mainly focus on two things. Um, one is about personal growth. Um, the other is about, you know, how to be a better person. Or, you know, rephrase it as like contribute to the society. In terms of personal growth, I feel like in 2019, I would give myself a, a quite a high score. <laughs> I feel like this has been a great year. And the other day, I looking at um, my flight miles in 2019, I got 150,000 miles of traveling. And I went to like different countries um, for more than 20 cities. It was a very fruitful year for me and um, you know, a very international year for me. So I'm, I'm really happy about that, talking about you know doing things that I have never done before. Um, so I guess 2019 can be one of those years. However, I feel like there can always be, always be something more that we can do. Particularly recently, I saw an article talking about a new trend in big cities like Beijing and Shanghai. Um, there are a lot of study, private study rooms opened up in big cities for uh, white collars who want to improve themselves rather than study, you know, 
at home, they can go to those private um, study uh, rooms to pay a certain amount of money, just go there and, and work. For example, a lot of people want to get a new certificate of CFA or accounting exam, exam or legal exam, want to pass the bar. Um, however, at the same time, they have a family, they have kids, they don't have a quiet space to do that. So they can go to those rooms, um, uh, like like study room to, to, to do their work. And the, the article talking about people go there, they're in their 30s, 40s, or even 50s, um, just because they feel this kind of anxiety or pressure, peer pressure, because everyone else works so hard. So in order to make sure um, not to be left behind, so everyone is in such kind of a urgency to improve themselves, to make sure that they have some skills that other people may not have, so they can compete and in a very leading position in this kind of peer competition. So looking at that, you know, at the beginning, I was quite happy with where I am. But looking at that, I just feel like there's no reason that we don't try harder, working harder, or, you know, make ourselves a better person. Um, not only in terms of skills, but in terms of, you know, for example, since we are like in the managing management position, how can we be a better manager? You know, how can we know certain topics better? One of my uh, colleagues, um, he set this goal for himself. Um, like each month, he wants to study a topic. For example, saying in January, he wants to study quantum computing, you know, to get at least a general sense about, you know, what's the theory and, the, you know, most advantaged, uh, advanced technology work study about quantum computing. And um, February, try to study about biodiversity, you know, where we are in terms of biodiversity, what does it mean, um, all of that. So with those kind of peer pressure, it may make me feel like in the new year, first, I need to read more. And uh, secondly, you know, to um, maybe choose one of those um, um, targets for myself, for example, improve my understanding of um, geopolitics, geopolitics, um, get to know more about the economy since I'm not from economic background, which is very important right now. Um, yeah, something like that. And also a lot of taking some online courses. Um, there are a lot of tool, great tools right now online. And I've been taking some courses and feel like it's really useful. That's very true. Personal growth, it has been a very important and then will continue to be an important part of our, our life because it, Despite the fact that, you know, we might want to grow ourselves out of peer pressure, out of our, you know, job, but at the same time, personal growth is the need from the bottom of our heart. For some of the people, they, they're, they're like that. The sort of desire to be better, the desire to, to be the better version of, of themselves. Well, for me, I think personal growth wise, um, yeah, I agree. I, we, I want to read more books about different topics I'm interested in. Another thing I, I, I kind of found like throughout my growth is a lot of things that I weren't, I thought I weren't interested in that I become more interested in as I become older. 
because I have gained more perspectives on things and and on life. Where now I have more points for reference. I have more benchmark. I experienced more in life. Therefore, it make me more inquisitive and want to know more. For example, you know history. Where it used to be is just some sort of text written on the textbook, and that we need to learn it so that we can pass the test. But now, as you grow older, and you you know you've been to different places, and then different places has its own history, and a lot of places the histories interlinked with each other, and you 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 develop that natural curiosity to find out. What's the stories behind it? So that is also some something I want to continue to do, which is learn more about this world. Okay, moving on to the next category.、Um, which one would you like to pick?、Mm, there's a new thing that we added this year. It's more related to our、um, social contribution.、Um, before, to be honest, I didn't. Care that much, and maybe not fully aware of all of this. For example, like how much plastic we use, how much、um, we contribute to the climate climate warming, and you know to the to the biodiversity change.、Um, but with reading more and more, you know, having a lot of friends, talking to people actually through our podcast, through、uh, my colleagues, from you know. Reading articles, I feel like I'm more and more aware of this problem.、Um, so in the new year, actually, my husband and I have this new、uh, plan. So for Monday and Wednesday, we will try not to eat meat, and for Friday, we'll try to eat fish. It's、um, it's a big decision for us to be honest, because I really love my meat. I Really like to like the juicy taste and you know you don't smile up meat. <laughs> so it's it's a big decision and also I feel like in China it's really hard to find any dishes without meat. Um. So let's see. I'll try my best. <laughs> I'll keep you posted how it goes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, it is a very big decision because, as a fellow meat lover, I I know how much you enjoy meat. So, if you can maybe share a little bit more of you know how do you reach this realization? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think climate change or environmental issues has always been a big topic that everyone talk about. But before I join the firm, my my current job. I know it's important, but I never realized we're, you know, being fully informed about、um, how that is related to our each one of us, our daily life.、Um, but I feel like in 2019, talking to more people and reading, you know, how meat,、um, you know, all of the meat,、um, all of the animals,、um, which can contribute to our place, to our dishes. Actually, also contribute to cli- climate change,、um, and with、um, the global warming, one of those issues. Actually, each each of us can contribute to that. For example, like plastic issue,、um, we discuss about this a little bit, right, Jingjing? You know, we use a, particularly in China right now. There's so much delivery、um, 
food delivery industry is so convenient, and it's so easy that that you just sit at home and order from restaurants. Uh, one of the dishes, um, were packed, packaged with the plastic bottles, and all of those will just be thrown away. And I don't know exact number, but over the last few years, those number has increased significantly. And the the, the same thing with meat. Um, there's always a lot of debate about you know, since China is rich and more and more people can afford meat, and should we consume more meat? But the people, you know, some people would argue that meat is so important. Finally, we can afford it. Why you don't want us to eat meat? But China has 1.4 billion people. If everyone eat big piece of steak for every meal, like you know what Americans do, this world cannot support that. So thinking about all of that and you know being informed of all of that, so that's why we came out with that that idea. Um, try to limit our footprint, our impact to to the environment. You know, it's it's not a lot, only two of us. But you know, slowly, little by little, each of us can just contribute something about it. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, um, we've spoken about this Chinese people eating meat topic a while ago. I think it's going to be very difficult for our parents' generations to understand because they came from sort of such a Poor background with very limited, insufficient food supplies. They're now living in a time where they, you know, meat and food supplies have never been so rich. For them to give up on that is very counterintuitive. But I think for our generations, and and even for maybe for our children's generations, that they might be more conscious about this. And on this topic, I wanted to say a few words about. Plastics, because you also mentioned plastic consumption, and we we also just talk about it very briefly. This is actually not a New Year resolution, but this is something that I have consciously doing、uh, in the past year already, which is to limit my consumption of plastic. Because I start to realize the ma- major consumption over plastics in my life has been full packaging, domestic plastic usage, as well as cosmetic plastic usage. From cosmetics-wise, you know, like all the cosmetics packaging, as well as you know the shampoo bottles, body wash bottles, are they all made of plastics? What I have been doing is gradually transitioning out of using plastic bottles and to more zero plastic packaging products or or you know alternative packaging. So, for example, I switch back to the tradition、uh, of you know soap. You know, I use you know soap, shampoo, soap bar. I use just the soap to you know to do body wash and and all all of that. During this process, I I start to see how companies behave in in this regard, and、um, actually it's very difficult to find one company that that does zero plastic packaging products.、Um, You know, as a consumer, we don't have that many choices, right? And we have to go through quite a lot of effort to find products that are not packaged by plastics. So this brand I'm using right now, Lush, that they do a lot of stuff that's non-plastic packaging. And if it's in the plastic bottles, they encourage you to recycle the plastic bottles, and then you get maybe a small size of product as 
as a reward for bringing back empty bottles or um, empty plastic boxes. But again, I think raise awareness perspective, probably more companies should be conscious of this and then develop products that's either used from recycled plastics or gradually transitioning out of zero plastic packaging. Yeah, actually, um, our podcast, they interviewed Carrie Yu, who is the owner and the founder of Bulk House. And it is a social enterprise which support and embrace zero waste lifestyle. So they provide a solution to provide shampoo, like, you know, in bulk. So either you can, you know, bring your own bottle to just uh, you, you bring your own bottle and get the product from them like shampoo, you know, body shampoo, conditioner, and you just put them in the in your own bottle and then you can always go back to refill them. So I guess that's a solution. It's not, you know, easy to travel, I guess. But if there's a little shop, local shops and like that to pro- provide this kind of bulk products and the solution, and we, we should support that. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Right. Yeah. Maybe we can choose the one last thing that we want to share with the, our, our audience as a, our resolution. Anything else you want to share? Um, I want to touch a little bit on health. Um, I think health is something that we talk about every every year because health is, is a foundation for our life. Without health, life doesn't go on. Um, in terms of health, I would like to divide it into two parts. One is physical health and one is mental health. I think in the past couple of years that people, at least people around me, become very conscious of physical health. For example, that there are so many genes around us. You know, we talk about it, the fitness craze in, you know, uh, in, in, in some part of China. Uh, there are so many options that classes that you can take. So there's a huge trend of be very, very conscious of your physical health. Um, but there is another aspect which is very, very important to our health, which has not been talked about as much as physical health. But I do see there is more awareness around this topic is mental health. You know, if you have some mental health issues that it's not that apparent, it's not like you get a cold and you know, oh, right, I my immune system is not working well and I need to you know, do more exercise to improve my immune system. Mental health is not apparent, so a lot of people don't know that if, if something is wrong. So for me, it's, it's the same. As oftentimes, I overlook my mental health, um, you know, when I feel really exhausted or when I had a really long day at work and I went back home, I'm still spending the time stop spending a lot of time on my mobile phone looking at stuff that I probably don't even need to look at and I think that is uh, one of the symptoms to show so we're not being mindful of doing things so this year I wanted to be more conscious of doing things that so mindful and also to to keep a regular check of my own mental sanity um, and I don't know how exactly I'm going to do that but I guess I will probably save more, a bit more time just to myself and to have a conversation with myself, whether it's through meditation so that I can keep my mind focused and then be more present and uh, be more 
aware of, of the environment that I'm in, um, be more aware of my surroundings and be more aware of what I'm thinking. I'm this is such an important topic. We do see a lot of people around us who have high pressure jobs, you know, burn out or going through some, you know, turbulence, emotional experiences. So, yeah, I wanted to be more conscious of this this year. Yeah, one, maybe one solution I, I have uh, is you know, take more time and travel more. When I say travel, I, I don't mean business travel. I mean, really travel um, for Lira, really travel for yourself. Um, I feel like every time when I'm on a trip, um, I like to give it a lot of time to myself. I feel like observing what's going on around me, the, the new culture, the new environment. Uh, the new people, um, always a great time for me to do a lot of self-reflection and think about where I am and be, like you said, be, be, be um, mindful of the environment. And a lot of problem, I feel like when I'm in a new environment, suddenly I feel like my whole mind is in a bigger scale. And I notice that how small all of my problems in the real life is. So make me feel like I have a bigger picture and rather than, you know, struggling with the little things, but more, you know, thinking big about what I want to achieve in my life. So in those cases, I feel much less stressful, but more positive um, and more forward looking. So so I'm well, thinking about the, the new year, you know, going to some place that we haven't been to. Uh, maybe Africa, you know, that that's something really new to us. So, um, yeah, that's one thing I think can be helpful for a lot of people with a um, very stressful job. And also recently I, I read um, a blogger, very famous blogger on WeChat, and she said over the last few years being a blogger is, being a, blogger is a very difficult job. So um, she faced the same problem that a lot of people face, which is burnout. And she said one thing she one thing she changed is that before she always go to a city to do one event or several events and then rush back home immediately. But in the in 2019, the new year, she uh, totally changed her, her plan. So every city she goes to. Uh, she extended one more day for herself. For example, if she goes to Paris for a five-day trip, she intentionally extended to six days. And the last day, she it, she just leave it to herself and travel around and do doing non-business related things. And then she realized that it really helped her to open her mind and to appreciate a lot of things, the new city, the new culture, that she wouldn't have time to appreciate what to enjoy during her working time. So maybe that's one thing that Jinjie you can try in the new year. That's a, that's a very interesting perspective, and I I very much agree. The new experience, exposing yourself to new experience and feeling new things is very important, and also be very good for your mental health. Well, I think that's that's all from our side, and. Um, 
whoever is listening, we wanted to know whether you also have a new year resolution. Maybe you can share it with us. And also hopefully through our sharing, it could be served as something that could inspire new ideas or you also experience probably similar things. Happy new year. Bye. Thank you for listening to Woman. If you have any feedback, write to us at womanpodcast, W-O-M-E-N podcast at outlook.com. Thank you.